Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use the tools to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And now how cool is this? I am actually talking to somebody in Atlanta today. You know, my, my new home, been here over four years now, but you know, it's it's very cool to actually be talking to somebody here in Atlanta as opposed to you know, many of the other locations. And we're gonna learn a lot today. And I'll be honest, right up front, I know nothing about the subject that we're going to be talking about, so I know I'm at least going to learn a lot, and hopefully the listeners will also. So please join me in welcoming Peter Vexelman to our program. Thanks for having me, Deb. Appreciate it. Great, great. Well, before we jump in, let me tell folks just a little bit about you. So Peter Vexelman has been involved in real estate as an investor, contractor, developer, and lender for more than a decade. He has bought and sold more than 3,000 properties, and his construction company has handled over 100 projects. As a private lender, he has managed a portfolio of over $10 million. He holds a degree in finance from Miami University and is based in Atlanta with a vast business network across the United States. Recognized as a national leader and expert in residential real estate investment, Peter has been quoted in numerous articles and magazines on the real estate industry. He is a sought-after speaker and has spoken to dozens of groups and organizations. Peter's companies seek out opportunities for both real estate buyers and sellers. His Vexelman Coaching Division helps real estate professionals learn how to increase their profits by adding real estate investment to their business offerings. So again, Peter, welcome. I appreciate it. Thanks for the kind words up front there. You know, this really is going to be so much fun because as I said, I and I'm being honest, you know, hand on my heart, I know nothing about real estate investing, but it's it's is such an interesting subject. So, but let's take a you know, step back and, and start at the beginning. Why did you decide that this was the career path for you? Well, like so many things in life, it just kind of worked out. I uh, before this industry, I was in um uh franchising industry, owned about 15 franchises okay. in a totally unrelated industry, uh, the uh, merchant services industry. Then okay. that company got to a certain stage where it was just bigger than me and mm-hmm. had 100 employees and it was time for me to sell my my part off and I did and was sitting trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. Came mm-hmm. across a book called Deals on Wheels by Lonnie Scruggs, read it overnight, thought it was the coolest thing I've ever read. and. Mm-hmm. Called Lonnie the next day, said, what the heck is this? And that's how I got into the mobile home business, actually. Wow. Yeah, and started a mobile home uh, brokerage. And Mm -hmm. three years after starting that, we had the largest mobile home brokerage here in Georgia. Okay. Which actually says a lot. There's a lot of mobile homes here in Georgia. Right, right. And became very successful at that and had a machine going. And then literally three years after we got into it, just about within just a short time span, a couple months time span, Mm -hmm. That industry changed. The, the financing just totally fell out of it. Um, so the financing that we were able to get for our end users, just all the banks left. B of A left, uh, Greenpoint, Greentree left, MHFC left. Mm-hmm. And so when that fell out, it was time to reinvent myself, as small business owners always have to do. And you know, at that point, I thought that real estate was the next natural thing. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't 
Holmes, but you know, it seemed to be the next um, logical conclusion. And uh, got into real estate, uh, jumped in head of our heels. Thought I was knew what I was doing. Uh, of course, I didn't. Uh, you know, first six seven months in the business, literally lost half a million dollars. Oh, and never, yeah, never to be seen again. But mm-hmm. always knew the business worked. Never doubted the business. Just mm-hmm. knew I was doing something wrong and incorrectly. And Started investing time and learning, understanding how to do this the right way. And three years later, became one of the largest, if not the largest investor in the Southeast United States. And mm-hmm. 15 years later, here I am now, you know, and, uh, you know, headquartered out of here, out of Atlanta, but mm-hmm. you know, doing deals here, you know, as many as 10 deals sometimes on a weekly basis, but uh, also have an operation across the states and Florida and Texas, all the way down to California doing deals on a, on a consistent weekly basis. Wow. You know, and, and you've clearly been very successful in a market that was down during that period of time. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, that, that just really speaks to the fact that you know what the heck you're doing. Mm, well, uh, no, trust me, when the market was down, I was down with it. <laughs> well, uh, you yeah. survived, maybe, I should I say. I took a huge, huge hit. Mm-hmm. You know, I lost a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, anyone back then in the 08 or 09 time, anyone that was in the business took a hit. I don't right. know anyone back then who was in real estate who did not take some kind of a hit. Mm-hmm. I guess the only people that didn't are the ones to, that really weren't doing anything. Right. And, uh, and actually that's what I got. Uh, you know, again, uh, necessity, uh, you know, brings uh, opportunities. Mm-hmm. So when the market crashed and, you know, we took some large hits ourselves, that's when I got into the educational business. Okay. Uh, you know, starting teaching people how to be, you know, not in, at that point since I crashed i thought it's, it's time to teach other people how to mm-hmm. do the same thing um so got an educational business and to this day have a very large very successful educational company in the real in real estate you know do private consulting with individuals i have tremendous success with that mm-hmm. um but that's really what got us through the downturn you know being able to see opportunities in other venues and and, and just keep on trucking on great i love that you you took your knowledge and just transferred it to a different arena, you know, and and, and made it a, again a success out of it. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, you know, that 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 is the bottom line. And uh, again, now it's become a huge uh, opportunity for us. And you know, I've coached and mentored you know thousands of people during that time frame. Mm-hmm. So let's let's really talk about that because. You know, real estate investing, you know, you you talked about the fact that, you know, you have, uh, you know, such a large portfolio and 3,000 properties. And, you know, I mentioned the fact that this is, you know, totally a foreign language to me. So basically what I know about um, real estate investing really is, you know, from watching HGTV and Property Brothers and, you know, Flip and Flop and, you know, whatever those shows are. And, and I recognize that that's entertainment. But at the same point... It obviously is something that makes people money, you know, and, and, and just overall real estate investing. So, you know, but I guess my, you know, when, when I see programs like that or I talk to people, it seems to me like it takes thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And it's, you know, it's beyond what the, the average person could do. So talk to us about how it, it you know, may be something that is, is a very viable option for people to invest in. Yeah, well, I mean, real estate is an expensive commodity right. itself. You know, I mean, you're not, you know, homes. Yeah, if it's really you know, cheap, there's a reason it's really cheap. Yeah, and even the cheap ones, you know, you're talking about thousands and mm-hmm. tens of thousands of dollars. 
But <laughs> but what it really does come down to is understanding of the business. And there is ways of structuring deals, ways of structuring transactions that are literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars that do not require uh, people that are doing these deals to, to, to put money out of pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's the kind of strategy that you utilize that requires no money out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the ability to get the right kind of financing that's going to let you finance nearly, you know, the whole amount of the project. So, so yes, you are dealing in a large world, no question about it, more a very expensive world. But if you understand this business, you know, you can literally do a half a million or a million dollar transaction without spending money out of pocket. Or if you do spend money out of pocket, it would be uh, very, very minimal, very right. minimal. So walk us through that process. Say I'm thinking, okay, this is this is something I want to get into. How mm-hmm. would I even start? Well, the first thing is you want to know what you're doing. You know, that's one of the prob one oh, of the best yeah, things that about is real estate. Oh dear. Yeah. Well, one of the best things about real estate is that there's no barriers to entry. One of the worst things about real estate is there's no barriers to entry. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is where that's is why so in the end real estate does have people that in the end get get hurt and, mm-hmm. and go backwards. Um, so number one, you got to know what the heck it is you're doing. Okay. You know, there's a lot of techniques. There's a lot of strategies. There's, it's not like being in a dry cleaning business, or it's pretty much straightforward, or being an accountant, or being a physician. Um, you know, real estate is a big, big industry. There's probably, you know, dozens upon dozens of techniques and strategies that could be utilized. Um, so knowledge is power. The next thing is you got to know which strategy you can or cannot actually do. Okay. You know, one of the things that I've seen investors make um, is they get in and start doing things and then they just can't, they, they can't get them done for whatever reason. Maybe their finances isn't set up the right way. Oh, okay. Maybe the, the, the location where they live, the strategy can't be done. Maybe the amount of time that they have to allocate towards this business is the wrong amount of time that utilizes this strategy. Mm-hmm. So it's not only knowing what to do, but then it's knowing what is the right thing for you to do. Um and so it's a combination of the things. But the one strategy that I pretty much start all of my, uh, a lot of my clients with, and if you were to ask me what, what, what would be the first step, I'd probably utilize the wholesaling strategy. That's when you identify a good deal, mark it up some, and, and wholesale it uh, to another investor. Okay. It's a great strategy because, A, it's, it's, it's get up and go quickly. Literally within the first 30 or so days, you could be up and running. Mm-hmm. B does not require you put your own money out of pocket. So whether you have money or not have money, it's always good that you don't have to use your own money. Right. Um, and it's a very forgiving strategy. You know, if you were to make a mistake in this business, there are some things that you could, you know, if you go in there and buy yourself a, a quadruplex, I mm-hmm. mean, make a big mistake, that could be a pretty, pretty devastating right. thing. Uh, where is the wholesaling strategy? Because mo- it's a strategy that really utilizes more or less the art of, understanding how to how to move paper paperwork mm-hmm. more or less it's contract driven mm-hmm. it's all in turn what that does is it makes it a very very forgiving strategy to you for investors to use okay. so if you're going to make a mistake you're better off making a mistake while you're while you're wholesaling mm-hmm. so basically you buy a property and then just turn right around and resell it literally and, and the good okay. thing is you don't have to even buy it or sell it you could do everything in one transaction right at one closing table with one closing wow it's, it literally passes through you so you could get it for 50,000 mm-hmm. and sell it for 60,000 and do it all in one transaction under one hud under one closing statement so you literally never really take ownership of it mm-hmm. the, the 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 seller moves it right to to the back end buyer you're kind of positioned in the middle and you keep that $10,000 spread in that example oh okay 
Okay. So that yeah. now, okay, this is making sense to me, you know, and, and, um, but clearly you, you have to have done a ton of research because for one thing, you have to know you can resell it. <laughs> you know, that's, sure. that's kind of the biggie is, uh, you know, you need to, to have that, you know, that other purchaser available or know that you're going to be able to, to turn the property really pretty fast. And that's the beauty of the strategy that it's already lined up for you. Right. So, so if you cannot make that happen, all you do is just back away from the deal, you right. know, your inspection period. So mm -hmm. you're not really taking any chance. You know, you're not kind of a, on, the, on the women of pray, prayer thinking, oh, boy, I hope this thing works out. No, everything is set up ahead of time. So it's either a go and you're going forward or it's a no-go, in which case you back away as long as you do it in, a, in an appropriate way. Mm -hmm. Now, does this work for residential, business, uh, both types of, of properties? Yep, mm -hmm. I've wholesaled the spec. Well, the strategy we're talking about, the wholesaling strategy. I've wholesaled five thousand dollar lots, you know, two hundred thousand dollar homes, and mm -hmm. you know, multi million dollar apartment buildings. Wow. So yeah, it's the, that's the other that's the other good thing about it. this is one strategy that does actually transcend mm -hmm. across the whole real estate spectrum. Right. Um, you know, it does transcend across the whole real estate spectrum, and uh, um, you know, it it, it allows. Uh, uh, literally a newbie to all of a sudden do a half a million dollar deal right without you know so it's again i love wholesaling i do to this day about 90 percent of my deals even to this day are wholesale deals mm -hmm. you know and and i think what i find so interesting about this is the fact that you know i, I wouldn't be laying out half a million dollars or whatever um several weeks ago i talked to a gentleman who actually buys businesses this way where you know he has he does kind of the same thing sometimes he completely resells the, the whole business sometimes he keeps it and, and keeps going with it but he's done deals for you know no money and and so it, it, it's something that I don't think a lot of investors or business owners even think about because we do think it, it's going to take a lot of money uh, knowledge is power right. knowledge is power so many people when they think about real estate, what are they thinking right away? Huge risks, you know, uh, lo tremendous losses, uh, a lot of cash. Mm -hmm. But if you really truly understand this business and understand this industry, understand how to do it the right way, you know, literally you could take a person just uh, doesn't have too much money to their name of any um, and, and, and make a tremendous amount of money. Remember, I've lost half a million dollars in this business. Right. So I, you know, I wasn't starting at zero, but I brought myself to zero pretty mm -hmm. quickly. Right. And, uh, and then from that zero, we built quite a large empire. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's the beautiful thing about the real estate business. Well, and you know, another thing is that you really can do it anywhere. You know, you mentioned the fact that it's you you have properties in different states, and you know, and I'm sure that you know one of the education pieces is you clearly have to know the laws and things like that in in the various states because things do vary a bit. But it it allows you that flexibility. You know, so maybe things aren't going well in Atlanta, but in say Dallas, it's spectacular. So you can just transition and be doing business there. Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, to this day, I think I mentioned I do business here in Georgia. I do business in Florida. I do business in Texas. I do business in California. And those are just the places I do business in consistently. Mm -hmm. Aside from that, I do one-offs all over the place. Right. So how do you even start the process for you? Do you drive around and say, oh, I like that property? Or you know, what, what even starts the process for you? Well, depending what it is you're going to do. Again, we've been kind of hitting on this wholesaling strategy. Mm 
So in the wholesaling strategy, there's two parts of the model. One is having the back-end investors or buyers to whom you're going to wholesale the deals to. Mm -hmm. And the second one is having the deals themselves. So, so if I were, when I start people in the wholesaling, first I actually teach them how to identify the strategically identify mm -hmm. the areas where they live. You know, one of the things people don't know about real estate um, is that it's actually possible to pinpoint pretty much in every single market where almost all the good deals are. Oh, okay. So that's where we start out. We're going to identify pockets depending where that individual lives, mm -hmm. which tend to have the best deals in them. Then, then we're going to set up all the back-end investors. You know, we're going to utilize websites like Craigslist. We're going to do Google searches. We're going to look at different bandit signs in the marketplace, and we're going to put together a good, strong buyers list, investors mm -hmm. that are looking to buy more deals. You know, we're going to qualify that list. We're going to mm -hmm. find out what it is you're looking for, you know, what kind of deals, what kind of opportunities. And then we're going to start looking for deals, you know, whether we're making uh, random offers through a real estate agent um, or we're going on Craigslist and trying to pick up deals or in a best perfect case scenario, if you have a little money to put into marketing, then I suggest putting it into direct mail. Oh. And, uh, and so the marketing efforts, whether they're free marketing efforts or paid for marketing efforts, are going to very quickly start yielding you leads or potential mm -hmm. sellers. You know, you're going to try to do the best you can in terms of getting the best deals from the, these sellers. Mm -hmm. You're going to put these properties under contract, and then you're going to move those contracts hopefully over to your back-end investors who, you, who you're constantly identifying and finding. Cool. Now, do you, you know, we, we've been talking about wholesaling. Do you do things like fix and flip? Um, oh, absolutely. You know, okay, absolutely. so walk us through that because that's, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, again, I mentioned HGTV, you know, so we watch and we all think, oh, we can do that. And then we hear the radio commercials. I'm so-and-so and I can come into this market and I can tell you how to do this and just blah, 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 blah. And it sounds perfect, but I know it's not. I mean, it, it can't be, you know, and, and so... But it, it clearly makes money, you know, otherwise people wouldn't do it. So what goes into fix and flip? Well, for one, and I'm sure you know this, um, you know, you, the biggest misconception about these reality TV shows is people don't really understand how long it takes to film them. Right, right. You know, they, they'll show a half-hour show from a A to Z, a deal gets done. Well, mm -hmm. what they're not telling you is it took them six months to take that show. Mm -hmm. So the timeline is the biggest thing that's very deceiving. Um um, you know, in, in these shows. But um, uh, but what you're looking there is basically the same thing. Number one, uh, since uh, these are the kind of deals that are going to probably require you put somebody else's money into them. I mean, look, if you're an all-cash buyer, you don't have to worry about the first step. Right. But if you're not an all-cash buyer and you do need financing, I always suggest get your financing lined up first. Mm -hmm. You can go to local hard money lenders or local private lenders. Every city and town has them. And they pretty much uh, will tell you what they'll need to fi finance a fixer offer. Mm -hmm. It's really simple to do through them. Or you can go to local banks, and a lot of times local banks would finance the uh, these fixer offers also. So get your money lined up, or maybe you have a money partner you're going to bring in. Get your money lined up. Mm -hmm. um, number two, you got to start finding deals. Uh, so either connect with a good local real estate agent. As an investor, the only agents I personally would work with are the ones that have experience working with investors. Okay. Um, you know, they have experience. They know how to work, uh, look for off-market properties, off-market leads, and, and deals and opportunities. Mm -hmm. So you're going to connect uh, with the local realtor. Again, maybe go back to those other strategies we talked about, like direct mail, 
uh, signs. Uh, sometimes people even go knock on doors and ask people if they're willing to sell. You know? mm -hmm. Maybe drop off flyers in people's mailboxes. So that's the second thing you know you're going to do. And uh, along the way, you're going to be looking for a construction outfit, obviously, because you need uh, uh, because you need um, uh, somebody that's going to be able to uh, fix these properties for right. you. So you want to make sure you're picking up the right contractors. You want to make sure you're qualifying them the right way. You make mm -hmm. sure you're you're uh, getting good references because I can tell you constructions. You know, I can tell you horror stories about construction. Oh, I bet. Well, yeah. and you're not always there. You physically aren't there. So that's that's another thing. Is you, it, it's a huge trust factor. Well, I mean, construction companies or cons contractors. Bottom line is they'll they'll they will make or break your business. Right. One hundred percent, absolutely make or break your business model or a business project. Mm -hmm. And it's a mistake that's very easily made and very commonly made by. Um, Investors, they just overlook it. They think, well, I got to find the deal, I got to be able to sell the deal, and they forget about the middle piece. Right. They just kind of think he's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. And and believe me, I've been there, done that. Mm -hmm. So that's how I hired before. And uh, we're not looking for nice guys. We're looking for people that'll give us good, solid bids. We'll stick to the numbers and we'll stick to the timeline, mm -hmm. uh, to the timelines they set. And again, a lot of this could be screened ahead of time by just simply going out there and talking to referrals and getting from people uh, addresses of properties they've done, people they've done work with. And, uh, you know, it's one thing have the contractor misrepresent himself. That does happen. Mm -hmm. uh, um, and uh, but but um, um, the ultimate way is um, go look at their work. Go look at the right. talk to the references, see what they did out there. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and of course, the nice thing about contractors and and then those that they're working with or working for or you know have working for them, they have to be licensed. And you know, and, and I'm sure that there are people who think, oh, you know, we'll 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 work with my buddy. And, and of course, there's so many things that are wrong with that. And, you know, if they're not licensed, of course, then they probably don't have insurance. And, you know, it's, it's all these things that, you know, it, as you mentioned, it can make or break you. So you absolutely have to take the right steps to make sure you've got the right people. Well, and I'll tell you something else about the licensing. That's, that's not true. Even oh. here in Georgia, yeah, even here in Georgia, it wasn't until the last couple of years that people had to get licensed. Wow. Yeah, up until a little while ago, you'd have to be licensed. So there's, mm -hmm. uh, it's nice to be in locations where people have to be licensed, although mm -hmm. you and I both know licensed does not mean good or honest right. or truthful. It might sometimes just mean you know the guy who did the licensing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, that's right. And it's all how you're going to do, do your business on the back end. Mm -hmm. But but having said that, having said that, that does help being licensed. It's, you've got to get references. I'm telling you, when it comes to contractors, references, past jobs they did, walk around through current jobs they're on, and, and you know what you're looking for is how clean are they? Right. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, it, it's it's just amazing what uh, what good references and the ability to look at their existing projects will do. Mm-hmm. Well, and then of course, you know, once you've got a team that you work with and and that you know um, is going to do good work for you. I'm sure, aside from anything else, that just speeds up the whole process. You you know, you don't have to start over every time. Well, you know, look at someone like me. I'll do as many as 10 deals on a weekly basis here in Atlanta. Right. Um, my goodness. 
I mean, oh, if you had if to it, find a contractor every time. Yeah, oh, it'd be, uh. it'd be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. It would be an absolute 100% total nightmare. Right. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely critical and absolutely what... Uh, and, and contractors, one of those things. I mean, we've been doing this for 15 years and still to this day, you know, we're, we, we experience challenges with them. We're to this day are finding new ones whenever we, 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 we you know, when the old, one, old ones fall out and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So it happens. It actually right. happens. Right. Well, and you obviously have to have multiples because things happen, you know. And, and so if you only have, say, one drywall guy <laughs> and something happens to that one drywall guy, uh, you know, you could be in serious trouble, you know, because the drywall is, you know, contingent on the electrical, which is contingent on the plumbing, which is, you know, all of those various things. And so it really is, you know, important to have that team and then have backups, I'm sure. Well, you have to. You have to. And sometimes when, especially in real estate, because so many pieces are, they brought, they line together. So all of a mm -hmm. sudden you take one piece out, you know, a certain trade, a certain contracting mm -hmm. issue, and all of a sudden the whole thing comes tumbling down. And it's not just the, the construction that comes stopping. It's the whole project that comes right. stopping. And if you're borrowing money, well, guess what? Every day my, time is money. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you want to have a machine. You want to have multiple people have the ability to do multiple things so mm -hmm. that things always, always being done on time and streamlined forward. Right. Well, and then, of course, there's things that are completely out of your control. Um, you know, weather would probably be a, a good example that could, you know, totally throw things. Uh, you know, a variety of things. We had uh, here in, in our house in, in Atlanta, it, you know, completely finished house, <coughs> excuse me, when we bought it, except, but an unfinished basement. But they had roughed in for the, the, the bathroom. So we thought, okay, we're going to put a bathroom in. We got a contractor, licensed contractor, got multiple bids. You know, we, we, we actually, we knew that we didn't know what we were doing. So we really made sure we did our due diligence and, you know, things were going really well. He was doing absolutely fantastic work and we had a hitch with one of the inspections and it wasn't anything that he had done wrong or anything. It was that the inspector didn't make it out when he said he would. Oh. And, you know, and, 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 you know, we knew we were on the schedule. You know, like I said, it was nothing wrong on our end. Well, then he couldn't reschedule for over a week. Yeah. And so everything, and of course, it was one of those inspections where nothing proceeded until he had finished that. And so that threw us, which, of course, threw the contractor's other projects, you know, and, and all sorts of things. And so, what it, you know, a, a, a fairly simple process that should have taken a couple of weeks took several months. Um, you know, because it was that snowball effect yep. and, you know, and, and which that's gotta be, you know, that, that was frustrating for us. I can't imagine what something, you know, would be like for you where you're dealing with multiple properties and, you know, multiple people in different States and, Oh, I, Oh, I get a headache. So, you know, you have this, this training uh, course called coaching by Peter. So tell us what all that entails. Hey, right there, coaching by Peter, <laughs> and that's <laughs> and that's what I do. I I work with investors, or whether it's a beginning investor, somebody that wants to get in the real estate business, or somebody that's already doing. They might have hit a wall and they don't know how to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. And I work with them privately. You know, I have clients literally at this point all over the world, definitely right. all over the United States, and I consult with them for a whole year. And I take them to, you know, I take them to sophisticated levels. Not just out there chasing deals or doing deals, but uh, um, you know business models. I show them how to how to develop a model that's both financially focused and profitable, but also very very lifestyle driven and focused mm -hmm. and profitable. Um, 
you know, provide everything they need in there, you know, forms, con you know, for well, first we'll develop plans of action, individual plans for each individual client, mm -hmm. what needs to be done, and then for 12 months basically help them implement and execute that plan from A to Z. Okay. Um, you know, they, 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 they utilize their resources many times, um, um, you know, stuff like that, and uh, um, piggyback off sometimes of my own negotiators to help them negotiate deals. Mm -hmm. And, um, and again, when they come out on the other end, you know, several months after getting, getting started, they, uh, they become, you know, very successful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, and, and I realize that it might vary, so I, I won't ask you, you know, specifics, but is it a flat fee? Is it a monthly fee? How does that kind of work? Um, I have a, a number of different packages available, you know, depending what the client needs and what kind of resources they have, what their goals mm -hmm. are and objectives are. So, and yes, there are uh, 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 monthly payments, the ability to make monthly payments. Okay, great. And, and I'm, you know, assuming that it might vary as to, I hate to say it, but the size of the deals that they're doing. Um, yeah, know, size so of the deals, what right. their goals are, what their objectives are, um, and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's a combination of things. But it's, cool. but, but it's, it's all very affordable, no matter what mm -hmm. level they're at. Well, and if they have done their research, they know that that is part of the cost of doing business, um, is, is to make sure that they're on the right track so that, you know, like you said, you know, when you started out, you lost a whole heck of a lot of money. Hopefully, they're not doing that because they're working with someone um, like you to start with. You know, this is one thing I tell people. One way or another, you're going to pay a big price. You're going to pay a price right. in this business for education. Right. Mm -hmm. Either a very small price to someone like me that knows what they're doing and that's going to hold their hand. Or a huge, huge price when but that I did half a million dollars right. just to pretty much learn and understand what the heck this business is all about. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, I, I talk with a lot of people about the importance of having a mentor or doing a mastermind group or you know having a coach, and from a you know from a business perspective. But you're serving that same purpose. Um, you know, it's just kind of a, a different little area that you're working with them in. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's it's real estate. Right. You know, and it's one thing to have a marketing mentor or, you know, something like that, because, you know, I hate to say it, that's not simple, but not not as complicated. But real estate, holy cow. I mean, you know, if, if you really don't know what you're doing, which is going to be most people, it's absolutely critical that you work with, you know, Peter or, or someone like Peter. Uh, this is what I tell people. If you want to just learn in this business. You can get on the internet, you know, pretty much we live in the world of information and technology. You can learn everything you need to know. Mm -hmm. But if you want to make money, you got to have someone like me there. you got to have someone like me that you're interacting pretty much on a daily basis, you know, able to react fast, able mm -hmm. to anticipate things and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, as you mentioned, you've been there. You've done that, you know, good and bad. And, and so people can learn from all of that. Could they learn it on their own? No. Maybe. But it's going to be a much better, much faster, hopefully much more successful process when they work with you. No question about it. And, and that's the other thing to remember, that someone like myself or myself specifically, it's not just showing them how to make money, mm -hmm. which is obviously what people want to do. But it's also showing them how to not to lose, how, how to also not lose money. Right. You know, in this right. business, it's not like either, well, I make it or I don't make it. Mm -hmm. In a business like real estate, you know, it's not just whether I make it or 
I don't make it, but it's I make it or I could lose it all and mm-hmm. lose what I got. So right. you know, it's the the that whole thing of avoiding you know mistakes uh, mm-hmm. by working with someone like myself, huge huge right. part of this business. Good. Now, I, I, one of the things that that I was wondering is specifically because of things that are happening here in Atlanta is when you see major changes coming. You know, a great example is the fact that, you know, building the the new SunTrust Park, which, you know, for those who aren't Atlanta people, it's going to be the home of the the Atlanta Braves. And they're they're actually moving out of Atlanta. They will be in Cobb County in this, you know, total, you know, but, but, you know, all of that that goes around that area. Do you look at something like that or, you know, where they're, tearing down the, 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 you know, actually they didn't tear it down. They're, they're repurposing the old Turner field. All of the, do you look at things like that and, and see great opportunities or is it something that you think, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, it depends who I is. If right. I is me personally, I do not necessarily do that because right. you don't my, jump on my that bandwagon. Yeah, well, because my, my investment strategy is based upon my own internal marketing. You know, we have okay. hundreds of sellers a day calling us looking to sell properties and to do deals. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily need to chase those kind of things. Okay. Now, if I'm a guy that's a developer, let's say, only does one deal a, a year, mm-hmm. then i got to be very strategic. I have to create those opportunities. So, so then in that case, I probably would be more uh, in, in tune with something like that. But right now, we, you know, we have... The, you know, literally one or 200 opportunities a day coming to us. Mm-hmm. And so for us, you know, we're just cherry picking the best ones. Right. Well, and of course, the problem with things like, you know, building new ball fields and, and things like that is it, it, it's big at, you know, at one point in time and then it's done. <laughs> you know, and and hopefully what you're doing is creating an ongoing revenue stream. And so, you know, unless you're just continually chasing things like that as opposed to being strategic, I mean, it, there are people that I'm sure that love that hunt, you know, the, the what's what's the next and greatest and biggest and, and slickest, and they think that's great. But, you know, that also gives them probably ulcers and gray hair. Yeah, and again, but that is a business model. I mean, there's right. people that chase storms around so they can mm-hmm. do repair and construction and cleanup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Good and bad. You know, there there are, and, and it's funny, I say that as it's getting really cloudy here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's right. It's hitting one here. Um, um, you know, it, it might be hitting here pretty soon ourselves here. I know, I know. But, you know, it, it is something that, again, I just find this fascinating because it is so out of my realm of, of knowledge that, you know, to, to think that this is something that people do, I really do. I find it fascinating. I mean, it's, it's very cool. It's a, it's a great thing to be in, great thing to be in and part of. Well, let's talk about maybe some of the tools that that you have used. You mentioned direct mail, and you know, from a marketing perspective, it, it you know one of the things that that we, as in we marketers, a lot of people say oh, direct mail's dead. You can't do direct mail. Clearly, you have very specific, very targeted direct mail. So, how do you go about doing that? Well, you know. <laughs> There's certain types of properties, you know, that are the most likely to be sold in real estate. They happen okay. to be non-owner occupied properties. Those are people mm-hmm. that own second homes, rentals, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, because I'm such a volume buyer, big volume buyer, those are the deals that I, those are the properties that I tend to focus on and go after. Okay. And so we specifically, specifically, 
um, um, you know, we, th those are the specifically the people that we go after. We, we direct mail pretty much exclusively to non-owner occupieds. Okay. Um, you know, um, and uh, we we send out you know thousands and thousands of po pieces of postcards to them. I have actually a whole call center of negotiators that are on standby, mm -hmm. and they're taking these seller calls. Uh, on a daily basis from like eight in the morning till eight at night we're talking to sellers that received our marketing materials mm -hmm. um, and uh, but then the, you know there's also you could niche that out uh, you could go to a uh, what are known as motivated sellers okay uh, um, you know you can go to like people that are being a uh, people that have to go handle evictions mm -hmm. um, you know if someone's evicting a tenant that tends to be a time that they're pretty motivated to potentially get rid of the problem right you know, when people die, people go after, uh, you know, do a lot of mailers or a lot of marketing to when there's deaths in a family, sometimes mm -hmm. weddings in a family, sometimes hardships, those are, you know, bankruptcies, mm -hmm. those, uh, um, you know, those are all the, um, uh, you know, those are the ones that, uh, anytime there's a life-changing event, you know, anytime there's a life-changing event, those tend to be the times where, um, where uh, 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 people are most likely to sell right. and also to sell it at some kind of a discount because mm -hmm. they have to do it quicker. They might need to get rid of their problem or get rid of their situation and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Right. And, and like you said, it's not always bad. Maybe they're getting married, you know, or sure. they're, they're now, you know, their kids are, are in college and, you know, all those various things. So, um, you know, the, the nice thing is they might be thinking, what the heck do we do? And you reach out to them and say, I know what you can do. Absolutely. We give them options. You know, sometimes people look at investors and say, well, you have to take advantage of someone or you have to. No, not really. I mean, we have some, uh, we're, we're solving people's issues and problems and situations and we're giving them right. opportunities that they have not seen before. So no, mm -hmm. it's, a, uh, it's a great thing we're part of. Right. You know, and, and I mean, all you have to do is drive around and you see the, the signs, you know, need to sell, you know, and, and motivated buyer, motivated seller, I mean, you know, and, and all these things. And, and, uh, you know, conceivably, you could just call that number, follow that sign, do whatever, and, you know, find out really if they are motivated or what the heck they were meaning. But, but yeah, there's, you know, clearly opportunities all over everywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, real estate is one of those things. It's a, it's a transit business. You know, people are always buying, people are always selling. So there's always, you know, things to be gotten, things to be looked at and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a good thing on the investor side, it's not a it's not a uh, seasonal business either. Um, it's just mm -hmm. on Christmas Day as it is on July Fourth as it is during you know Valentine's Day. Right. Yeah. Well, and you know you mentioned uh, you know we we mentioned several times that you're in several states. That you know that could be you know obviously a benefit where maybe things are a little bit slow when it's snowing say in New York, but in Florida, well, booming down there. Absolutely. That's why, you know, they say diversification is a keen business. And the good thing about real estate, you can diversify literally within this industry, right. within the business itself. And, you know, that's what I do. And that's what I've done very successfully. Mm -hmm. And um, and actually, my most profitable market is not a mark uh, where I have the biggest margins. It's not even a market I have a physical presence in, but it's in California. Ah. do quite a large amount of deals there. And that's where our biggest margins are. Mm-hmm. So do you have someone in California that you work with who's kind of 
you know, maybe maybe your second hand man or uh, you know uh, I, I didn't say that right um you know contact there that you're able to work with so that you know you're not having to to be out there yeah absolutely you know you always have to have what we call boots on the ground and every market right. that i'm in consistently you know markets that we do kind of one-off deal here one-off deal there i'm not worried mm-hmm. as worried about that but in areas where i do consistent amount of deals um like florida texas california Absolutely have have uh, actually in Florida I even have my own we we even have actually an office there, oh. uh, but uh, but but in other markets uh, like California we have very strong boots in the ground people that mm-hmm. right hand man is a good way to look at it that's right over there right you know and, and obviously it's not a derogatory term it's you know it's somebody there who really is you know is helping you immensely absolutely you know I call them partners I mean right. I mean mm-hmm. literally call them partners. Mm-hmm. So now, one of the things that I know you use a lot of is video, and you're, you uh, have uh, your own YouTube channel. What? How do you do? You know, I and I tell business owners all the time: video is, you know, absolutely something that you have to be doing. We like seeing who we're working with, who we're talking to. You know, all those things. How do you use video? Your video gives me credibility in this industry. I mean, is really what it comes down to. You know, when people, especially on the consulting side, looking to hire someone like myself, a consultant, a coach, they want to know: Does this person really know what they're talking about? You know, are they uh, right. uh, are they just going to read a manual to me, or are they going to do something they've done, you know, years and years ago that means mm-hmm. no longer works? So, video allows me to deliver a very concise message directly to the consumer, right directly mm-hmm. to my audience. Of yes, I am real, and here I am, and by the way, here's what I know, and by the way, almost all my videos are done out of my office, so people know I have an actual presence with actual people, with actual employees, mm-hmm. um, and and so that's what it does. It gives them credibility. It gives me credibility when they go online and search and try to figure out which consultant, which coach that I want to hire. You know, right away they figure out. You know, this. If nothing else, they know I know what I'm doing, and that's mm-hmm. very important in, in in educational space. Right. You know, and you mentioned your website. Again, we, you know, we've talked about it. It's coachingbypeter.com. Very easy to remember. I love it when people have things that are easy to remember. And right on the homepage, you've got a video in your office, as you mentioned. So people do look at it and, and think, wow, you know, this. And, you know, obviously people could still be faking things and things like that. But it, it does give you that credibility. And this, you know, is maybe one of those areas and industries where unfortunately there's a lot of disreputable people so the more you can do to improve your credibility the better it is absolutely again it gives you credibility legitimacy you know the the ability to deliver a message not through some kind of a um um, you know some kind of a somebody else who's going to deliver a message on your part this is you going directly Mm -hmm. to people that are ultimately looking to work with you right you know, and as you mentioned, you've got this great coaching program where you're working with somebody for a year. So, you know, this is not, you know, some, some quickie, you know, hey, I'm going to get this, you know, it, a one-hour training. They need to know that they're going to be working with you and that you're going to still be around in a year. Um, you know, and, and because, you know, clearly it's not 100% guaranteed. You know, we're not saying that. But but it is something where, you know, they're looking at it and they're going, okay, I see. Peter has been doing business for all these years. Here's what Peter looks like. Um, you know, all those things. And so, again, it, it like you said, it just adds that instant credibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. And longevity does matter in this business. 
Right. You know, longevity, you're right. There's no guarantees about the future. But but for somebody to be able to go out there and, and uh, um, see that I've been around 15 years, you know, that mm-hmm. I've stood the test of time, been through the ups, been through the downs, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's a very, very, very big, very big piece that I bring to the right. table and that, that the videos and my marketing allows me to deliver. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, I, I kind of jokingly talked about, you know, the, the radio commercial and, and it's running here in Atlanta on one of the stations that I listen to. And it's, you know, some guy who's who's going to teach you in two hours everything you need to know about fixing and flipping. And, of course, my immediate reaction to that is, yeah, right. But clearly he makes money from it. I mean, you know, otherwise he wouldn't do it. But, you know, we're not we're not gonna and i honestly don't remember his name so it's not that you know we can say anything but but you know if you're thinking about getting into doing something like this folks you need to talk with somebody who's doing it for more than a two-hour session (laughs) absolutely you know that those are good sessions to figure out if this is what you want to do or direction you want to go into Mm -hmm. but definitely not 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 the kind where uh uh, you can make, you know, financial decisions or buying decisions or transactional decisions mm-hmm. based on. Right. Well, you know, because aside from anything else, there's a lot of legal things that you need to think about. And, you know, we mentioned the fact, you know, developing your team, uh, you know, especially if you're fixing and flipping, of contractors and, you know, or realtors that you're going to work with, all these various things. That takes a lot of time. It, it, it's It's... You know, it's a real business. It's like mm-hmm. McDonald's. You don't get into McDonald's and start flipping burgers. You go to McDonald's right. University. You then spend a lot of time behind the counter uh, and, and stuff like that. So it, this business is no different than, than anything else. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I was wondering is, you know, we there's always these lists that come out from you know various things. This is the great new real estate market. This is the up-and-coming area, state, city, county, whatever, whatever, whatever. When you're making your decisions, what are you basing that on? Do you, you know, is it kind of a gut feel? Is it you like that area? You know, what what kind of starts that process? Well, you know, when you when you've been doing something long enough, you know, you obviously have a gut feeling. Although you you don't want to build a whole business based upon your gut. The good thing about right. real estate, it's a very numbers driven business, mm-hmm. you know. And so so we run formulas. You know, we 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 know that. Let's say in Atlanta market, the different areas, different locations garner different formulas, and we know what mm-hmm. those formulas are. But ultimately, ultimately, it's a numbers-driven business. What's what's it worth? What can I get it for? What's it going to cost to fix? And uh, um, um, you know, and uh, and if those numbers make sense, um, then 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 we go forward. Now, having said that, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but that's really what it comes down to. What's it worth? What can I get it for? What is the cost to fix? And what kind of spread is there? Right, right. Do you have favorites, you know, favorite areas or favorite type of properties or, you know, things that that just make your light go on and go, ooh, you know, this one I'm going to put to the top of the pile? Yeah, I mean, look, ultimately it is um, um, a numbers-driven business, okay? But there's no question that we all as investors, especially those that do a number of deals and a consistent number of deals, there are certain types of areas. Like, for instance, I love doing things, you know, within 20 miles of where I'm sitting right now in my office. Not mm-hmm. because it's close to me. I don't go to any of my projects at this point. Right. But just because it's, I know it's a great, great area, great part mm-hmm. of town, a lot of demand here. And even if we have to squeeze our numbers a little bit more than than we like it's it's mm-hmm. it's a very sought after product that we could be brought to the marketplace here 
Mm-hmm. Are there any that you just automatically think, nope, no way, uh-uh, not even going to look at it? No. Mm-mm. No, I don't, uh, I, 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 uh, I don't think so. If the numbers are right, I'll be in the best areas, but I'm also mm-hmm. in the worst part of town. Again, um, you know, it's a, it's a very numbers-driven business. I've made mm-hmm. tremendous amount of money in, in areas that you wouldn't walk down the street with at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But, but the numbers were right, and so we're right. able to capitalize on that. Mm-hmm. Well, and obviously it depends on what it is. You know, maybe it's it's not a good part of town, but it's an industrial area. You know, and 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 you know that it, it's it's you know it's got good transportation in and out of. You know, like you said, all the all the pieces fit. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially Atlanta. You know, Atlanta is a very sought after area to be for for people to whether it's a consumer or investor there's a tremendous amount of opportunities here Mm -hmm. so what's next for you you know what what are the things that you're thinking "Hmm, you know maybe it's time to start thinking about doing um you you know i'm I'm growing my business we have a very unique model that we, we work with and run with you know we actually send real estate agents to make offers for us so when consumers call us and inquire about selling properties um, you know, they, um, we don't just tell them, listen, we want to buy it at 50 cents in a dollar or we want to just list it. We give them options. We empower the consumer through our model by telling them that with us, there's options. You know, we have the ability to buy their property. We have the ability to do this, this, and this all the way to the ability to sell their property. So we add value to the consumer in such a way. There's no other, there's no one in the country that does it at the level that we do it at. Mm-hmm. So the vision is to build this model out across the United States and across, uh, you know, different states. And that's what we're doing successfully. It's, it's getting rave reviews because it's got, you know, it's value, adding value to the consumers. It's also adding value to like brokers and team leaders that are building out real estate agencies because it gives mm-hmm. them a different way to go to the market with an investment component, not just in a very linear, um, one-dimensional real, uh, realtor component. So. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I've been doing, and that's the vision, and keep on growing this out further and further and further. Well, you know, and, and as we've talked about several times, you have to be continually doing that because, especially the real estate market, it's got its ups and it's got its downs. And, you know, so if you're not looking for other opportunities, you're going to be stuck. There's no question. I think in any small business owner, you know, has to be flexible, has to be able right. to react to the market, has to be... Mm-hmm. Ability to look at things and predict things and do stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so very, very, very important. Right. Well, yeah. One of the things that that we didn't even touch on, but I, I want to, you know, we've got a couple minutes to do it. You use social media quite a bit. So, how do you use social media? Um, you know, look today when people are checking you out, they're they're they want to check out your social media. They want to know what you do on and off time and stuff like that. So I'm very, you know, we're fairly active in the Facebook world. You know, mm-hmm. we've, we've done some other social media. Again, it, it's another way to deliver a message to the consumer, mm-hmm. to, to the consumer that you're working with right now to show them that, hey, um, you know, this is exciting. I'm glad I'm working with Peter because look at all the stuff Peter's involved with and look at all the stuff Peter does. But it's also a great way to uh, uh, deliver a message to the potential consumer that wants to use you, whether they're looking to sell a property to us, whether they're looking to list with one of our real estate agencies, whether they want to use my educational company. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, it's a real person. He's got a real life, he's a real family, he does real things, and he's got an exciting thing. And, you know, I want to be in that guy's world. Right. You know, and, and there, I always have people that say, oh, you know, 
Facebook's stupid. Facebook is a waste of time. Facebook isn't for my business. And I think you would be a great example of one where somebody might initially think, really? How could you be on Facebook? But you've clearly used it in a very beneficial way. Yeah, absolutely. I think Facebook is one of the first places people go check to check you out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, um, and uh, yeah, so I try to be, you know, I'm not overly active on it. I probably could be a little bit more active on it. But, um, but yeah, I definitely do utilize it and uh, do use it. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking on your website. And one of the things you talk about is the 30-day investing video challenge. What is that? That's just that's for people that are possibly looking to hire me as a coach and they're not quite sure yet. And so what that does, it gives them the ability to put their information in there. And every day we, we email them a video that it was done directly by me for them. And they'll mm-hmm. talk about different aspects of the business, different aspects of the business of, you know, let's say maybe how to market, how to evaluate, how to do due diligence, how to look at construction pieces and stuff like that. And it basically takes place over 30 days. But at that point, they get very, very comfortable that I know what I'm doing. Okay, great, great. So, you know, we've got just a couple minutes left. So again, Peter, tell people about how they reach out to you and how they find you and then why they should work with you. Well, again, if anybody wants to be in the real estate business, whether they're just getting started or they're already been doing it and they need to get a higher level, they need to work with me. I could show them how to either get started and be sophisticated or uh, how to get to the next higher level, whatever that level is. And the best way to do that is they just go to my website, coaching, www coachingbypeter.com um, and they could learn a, a ton about me there. That's www.coachingbypeter.com um, um, uh, or if they want to do maybe some possible deals together, they could just text me directly to my cell phone at 404-915-9685. That's 404-915-9685. Great. Well, and, you know, talking about your website, there's a lot of resources here. You know, I was, was enjoying going through it and looking. You've got a video blog that you do that's got great information. Um, you know, we mentioned the fact that, you know, sometimes this is a, an area that people can be a little shady. So you've got fabulous testimonial videos because, you know, it is something where people need to know that you have worked with real people and you have helped them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's just something that, that everybody needs. You know, it doesn't really matter what type of business you have. You do need to have some testimonials because, you know, you can buy an ad and say, hey, I'm the greatest thing in the world and I've got this fabulous product. And then you're like, yeah, right. But if I see a testimony, it doesn't matter in the slightest if I know them or don't know them. The fact that they are supposedly unbiased is what I love about it. You know, they're, they've, and, and so, you know, you've got these great testimonial videos. I appreciate it. Those are real life people doing real life deals and you know, <laughs> being helped by me. Right. You know, and again, folks, we're talking about, you know, you don't need hundreds of thousands of dollars. There are definitely ways to be able to do this, you know, and, and, and be very successful at it without a ton of upfront money. Absolutely. You've got to know what you're doing. There's no there's substitute for not having money. There's no substitute for not having the right knowledge. Right. You know, and, and clearly, this is something that you don't just jump into. You know, the, the, the wunderkind is, is very unusual. You know, you're not going to have somebody. Now, you might jump in and be successful just by pure blind luck. 
but you can't build a business model on pure blind luck um, you know, because it's not going to happen the next time. <laughs> you know, the exactly next time right. you're going to get struck by lightning. That's exactly right. You got it. Great. Well, Peter, we've got just a couple minutes left, <laughs> so let's leave our listeners with just some words of wisdom from you. Whatever they're doing, they got to make sure they know what they're doing. I mean, you know, if 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 you if you're want to get into something like a business, a business venture, uh, make sure you got the right people, make sure you got the right support, make sure you got a long-term vision, make sure you understand there's going to be failures along the way, and the key to success is just to hang in there long enough. That's mm-hmm. the key. Great. Well, this really has been fascinating. You know, I've, I've mentioned that several times because I have no knowledge of this. This is so cool to learn about it. Will I do it? Eh, maybe not. But it's it, the nice thing is knowing that it's an option, you know, and and that is <coughs> something that so many business owners and, you know, private investors, people like that are always looking for are ways that they can be doing something more. And and so real estate investing really is something that is, is a definite positive option. Absolutely. 100%. You know, we, we buy a lottery ticket once a week. We buy one lottery ticket, you know, and the chances of that happening slim to none (laughs) but but thinking about doing something like this definitely is is a much better way to think about securing the future no question about it great well i am deb creer and i've been having a fascinating time talking with peter vexelman again you can find his information at coachingbypeter.com it's exactly the way it sounds folks no tricky letters no you know nothing in there it's just coachingbypeter.com you can go there find out his information uh, sign up for his 30-day investing video challenge read his blog do all sorts of things um, and uh, again that's coachingbypeter.com I'm Deb Creer and everyone have a great week Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.